This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Only followed where the information has taken us. But Hannity, this is rising to the level of impeachment inquiry. House Republicans' revenge and retribution agenda kicks into high gear with a new obsession to impeach President Biden for an offense to be named later. Plus, Rudy Giuliani admits to lying about two Georgia election workers, lies that turned their worlds upside down and put their lives at risk. The lawyer for those women joins me tonight. And pro-choice supporters get enough signatures to put reproductive rights on the ballot in Ohio. Polls show it has the backing of a clear majority of voters. But if Republicans get their way, that may not matter. And we begin tonight with the two portrayals of Donald Trump. The first is the image he wants everyone to believe is the real Trump, exemplified by his rather embarrassing digital trading card venture, where he presented himself as a cowboy, a rock star, and an actual superhero. It's the one his most ardent base ardently believes in. It's the one that earned him a literal cult. But the second image is revealing itself more and more as Trump responds to his multiple indictments. It's the one where he's not the great and powerful whiz who lives in Oz, but rather the man hiding behind the curtain who is terrified and desperate. Richard Pryor killed that role, by the way. Best movie ever. But the point is, Trump has always been able to use his bravado and showmanship to avoid repercussions for his actions. But now, at age 77, he's facing a situation that he cannot talk his way out of with no powerful dad to bail him out and no Roy Cohn to fix his legal peril. And according to people who know him, Donald Trump is afraid that he could actually wind up in prison like his Oath Keepers and Proud Boys supporters. Perhaps orange jumpsuit Trump might be a more apt addition to the next series of his digital trading cards. And with nowhere else to turn, he's now relying on his loyal followers in Congress, like Speaker Mike Kevin to somehow save him. Congresswoman, we know ultimately that the Hunter Biden story is a Joe Biden story. And now you have the White House changing its language in an effort to distance the president from his son's foreign business dealings. Now, some Republicans in the House have floated a potential impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden over this issue. Is that something that you would support? Oh, absolutely. I'm in conversations with Speaker McCarthy and all of our members. And the important thing to know about impeachment inquiry is that ensures that the House is at the apex of its power and oversight responsibility. So it means that our subpoenas have the most power possible when it comes to litigating this out in court, because we know getting the facts is not going to be easy. We know that this White House, this Department of Justice, they are trying to cover up for Hunter Biden and ultimately Joe Biden. And what is important that you mentioned at the beginning of your 
your statement is the White House is trying to quietly change its language. First, it said that Joe Biden never spoke to his son, Hunter Biden, about Hunter's business dealings. They have changed that language to now saying Joe Biden has never been in business with Hunter Biden's business operations. That is a significant change. And the fact that the White House press secretary lied to the American people to say, oh, no, it's the same position we've always had. It is only because of House Republicans that we've discovered the dozens of LLCs, which is illegal money laundering. The fact that nearly 20 Biden family members have profited illegally. Uh, I believe that the American people are smart. They understand that the big guy is Joe Biden. But having that impeachment inquiry allows us to get all the facts and have the most constitutional, uh, constitutionally recognized power from the House of Representatives. Well, with all due respect, Congresswoman, how many more facts do you need? I mean, you and Committee Chairman Jim Jordan, James Comer, Jason Smith sent the letter to the White House demanding answers on the White House shifting the message on the president's role in Hunter's uh, business. Uh, but we already have bank records. We have a witness testimony. A lot of people are saying, you know, uh, if you're going to impeach, get moving already. Well, Maria, I've been one of the most forward-leaning in saying we need to leave no stone unturned. And ultimately, I believe we're going to find more LLCs, and I believe we're going to find LLCs that go straight to Joe Biden himself. Uh, and the American people deserve to know that. They deserve to have all of the facts. Yeah. And we're going to do that. And I believe that what we've uncovered just in seven months alone is stunning. It is chilling. It is the biggest political scandal of my lifetime and perhaps the last century, perhaps ever. But I want to make sure that we have all the evidence possible. The American people deserve nothing less, especially, uh, you know, especially as we're seeing Joe Biden, you know, his weak policies, but they need to understand the level of corruption that it goes straight to the top. Congress, if you will, please investigate the political witch hunts against me currently being brought by the corrupt DOJ and FBI who are totally out of control. Under McCarthy's leadership, they may try. But it will do Trump no good as he faces Jack Smith's multiple investigations, plus those current and possible prosecutions in New York and Georgia. The, the trouble for Trump is that all of his wild claims about a stolen election, which never turned up a single shred of evidence, continue to fall apart to this day. The latest example comes from the ringleader of his post-election so-called elite strike team of lawyers, Rudy Giuliani. Uh, it's Thursday, it's Thursday 27 July. It's it's Thursday when the voice of God talks Denver. Bring down this. Bring down the sound. <laughs> Thursday. We're gonna get this right yet. Thursday, 27 July, Year of Lord 2023. We're honored to have Congressman Bishop here. Thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate it from North Carolina. Really Thanks, appreciate Steve. you coming by here on a quite hot and humid day. <laughs> we got Mike Davis. Cash Patel is going to join us. We've got Dave Brat. We're pretty jammed up. Um, first, let me go to you, Congressman Elise Stefanik. She's someone that's quite strategic and careful you know she came kind of out of nowhere on the first impeachment to really yeah. be the messaging person has kind of stepped up that's where she came to the forefront right she is not one she's not a bomb thrower correct that's a pretty explosive interview this morning on um on uh maria bartiroma which is probably the biggest platform for morning news for maga what, what's your take on that um elise is uh disciplined and uh and she hits pretty hard when it's time so i but i mean from my perspective, Steve, it is time. This, this, uh, the prosecution, the plea deal, uh, the uh, interference, the testimony of these IRS whistleblowers. No, no one's been able to lay a glove on them, and uh, and and uh, uh, 
United States Attorney Weiss has changed his story, or the Justice Department has changed his story three times, as Jim uh, Jordan is fond of saying. This is real, and it's heading in the direction. And this, is, this is kind of your line of country, too, a little bit, right? I, I, I'm, I, I'm pretty comfortable in this area. Well, right? well, and tell our audience, why is that? Well, I, I've spent 30 years practicing law. I was a civil lawyer. I didn't right. try criminal cases, but it's certainly within my ken. And, um, and I also am somebody who thinks we ought to uh, move and deal with things that are presented to us instead of always hanging back and, and uh, being passive. That's, uh, I, and I, my experience is that Republican voters are fed up to here with uh, passivity in the face of things that clearly need to be done. I don't want, you know, and I don't want to put you in an uncomfortable position, but they had uh, Hudson, who's, I guess, heading up the Congressman Hudson from Carolina. I think he's down near your district. I think you guys are adjacent to each other. He came, I thought, something unusual, and he's on TV saying, when he goes back home, nobody talks about this. And we make a very specific thing here at the war, and we have congressmen on. We really want to hear from them, but most importantly, we always ask them, what are your constituents saying about whatever the topics that they are, debt ceiling or whatever? He made a statement. He's been making this statement that when he's back home, nobody's talking about Hunter Biden. All. What they're talking about is the economy, and they're talking about immigration, talking about crime. And I looked up his record. He voted for the debt ceiling. How can he possibly? I mean, just the chutzpah. Do they not think that people like War Room or these podcasts are all over all the information on that? Because that's just up in your grill. That's uh, that's like Fox TV, TV for stupid people, okay, that, that you're just going to film. This guy's been terrible in all three, totally performative, yet he's out there saying nobody back home is talking about it. Now, we've had slew a congressman on here, and they're saying people are fed up with the, the Biden thing for simply for reason they're trading with the enemy, whether it's in Ukraine and this money in the Chinese Communist Party. People want to get to the bottom of now. I want to, what is what are the folks back in that 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 you're, you're side by side as my, districts down there? What what are the Carolinians so saying? My experience is different than Richard described. I was in Davidson County, North Carolina, Saturday with a, 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 a gathering. Um, one thing that shocks me, Stephen, it's a little bit like what I said about War Room. Uh, uh, listeners, viewers, uh, people, it's amazing to me that people in rural North Carolina are on top of the details of lots of things. The lots of things. And, and, and I, asked, I asked a question, I said, I'm just curious, who here, like, watches congressional hearings? 75% of the hands went Big up. Time. They're watching. And they know the stuff on censorship. They know all the stuff we're doing in the Weaponization Committee. And they certainly know the details of Hunter Biden's uh, sweet deal the uh, testimony of the IRS whistleblowers, I, I get it constantly. And I get it when I'm calling people, too. And, and so. people are not asking immediately to go to impeachment. What they want is a formal process, a formal process of an impeachment inquiry to get to the bottom of exactly what went on. Is that your take? To be fair, there are people who get ahead of themselves and yes. they wanted to, <laughs> right? A couple of three of those may come on Warren every now and again. Warren may be that. Somebody, in fact, I resemble sure that comment. People in the conference watching this would be saying, look, this is a pot call in the kettle black, maybe with me. But um, but I, I do think that there are some who have a, an inclination to wait, and, and when it gets more compelling, still wait and never get there. So I think you've got to do it at the right time. But I think American people are pretty convinced that this one's really tremendously different, very significant. And there's been no 
effective answers to any of the essential facts from uh, those who would defend the Biden administration and Hunter Biden. Mike Davis, you kind of things blew up yesterday after you came on uh, talking about that there was an old oral deal. And now we have the details of the judge on this constitutionality. And that's getting people's heads blown up. Walk us through what we now know, what DOJ was actually trying to do, sir. So not only was DOJ trying to essentially give Hunter Biden and Joe Biden a backdoor pardon through this sweetheart plea agreement. They were also trying to make it for Hunter Biden if there were any violations of his probation or supervised release that the judge and not the U.S. Attorney's Office would prosecute the violations. And the the judge correctly said that would violate the Constitution. It's up to the executive branch to prosecute, not a federal judge. And the reason the Biden Justice Department and Hunter Biden's lawyers were trying to do this is they're worried that uh, President Trump is going to take back the White House and his Justice Department may not have so so much of a sweetheart deal for Hunter Biden if Hunter Biden violates supervised release or probation. How brazen is that for the Justice Department, the United States of America and Southern District to make that proposal or not Southern District, Delaware, to make that proposal, sir? It's this is the this is uh, uh, unprecedented, to put it kindly. This is clearly a sweetheart deal by the Biden Justice Department and Hunter Biden to protect the Biden family, to protect their boss, President Joe Biden who stands credibly uh, accused of taking tens of millions of dollars in foreign bribes and other corruption as vice president and beyond. The president of the United States is compromised and the Biden Justice Department is covering it up. Mike, can you hang on? I know you got a, a bounce. Could you just hang on through the commercial break? Because I, yeah. I want to ask you. First of all, there are two tells here. There's one tell that they, they are absolutely fully panicked about the return of Donald Trump. And that's why they try to do this unconstitutional deal. And hey, remember what Davis told us yesterday. This judge is no fire-breathing MAGA Trump appointee, right? This is someone who gave money to Hillary Clinton's campaign. This is a progressive liberal judge that couldn't even, you know, she said in front of these guys, I'm ripping up the deal in open court. I mean, it was just, it was embarrassing. So let's go to commercial break. We got Congressman Bishop's with us, going to be with another block. Mike Davis is going to be here. Mike, uh, over at CNN and MSNBC, they're breathlessly waiting on indictment watch. So we're going to get into all that. Short commercial break. Mike Davis with us, Congressman Bishop. Cash is on deck. Dave Bratt's going to join us. We've got a lot going on in the first hour and even more in the second hour. Short break. Be back in the warm in a moment. Everything's just beginning, but the games you want to play. Well, Congress once again allowed itself to be pushed into appeasing the administration and raising the debt ceiling for the 79th time, paving the way for continued reckless spending and further devaluation of the U.S. dollar. As our national debt continues to skyrocket, how are you protecting your savings? Times like these are a great reminder to diversify a portion of your savings into gold. And you can do that with the help of Birch Gold. Here's the easiest way to do it. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA 
or 401k into an IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. As BRICS, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa band together against the dollar, more and more central banks are diversifying. You know what they're buying. Gold. Follow their lead. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 for your free info kit on gold. There's no obligation, just information. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers, Birch Gold can help protect your savings, too. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. Do it today. Follow the central banks of the BRICS. Take action, 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 and take that action today. Your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Congressman Bishop's with us. You were you're you're quite disturbed about what's going on in the city, are you not? Oh my my word! You mean the, the way we were just talking about the Justice Department and this yes. about, I mean, what Mike just said about that, and it's you know he's got the forensic analysis of it and why it's so crazy. But the thing that strikes me is the Justice Department. You said brazen. That's the right word. Uh, that the justice is debasing itself. It's really astonishing because the Justice Department reveres itself more than it reveres the Constitution and protecting its prerogatives. This whole and, thing that they're independent, the independence of the, the, the Justice Department. The right. And the notion that they're going to they're going to subordinate all that to turn over the prosecutorial decision on Hunter Biden's future misconduct under the under the agreement to a judge's determination, and, and it, can un, it can only be the reason that has been articulated because they're concerned Trump's, Trump will be president and the Justice Department might hold him to the agreement. Mike, where do, we think, where do you think we go from here on all this? So you, you called for yesterday, and I, my phone blew up last night uh, from various folks about just even leaving aside that the, 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 you've got to get on top of the investigation of Hunter Biden and then for all the deals – People want this investigated. They want to actually know who in the Justice Department has been working on this, who assigned just this Hunter deal that they right. walked into a federal court. That you remember, we had on MSNBC, we had the African American female prosecutor. It says the worst thing she's ever seen, and she's a big liberal on, on MSNBC. She says the most unprofessional thing, and she laid the blame on the Justice Department, saying, hey, it, the Biden guys were about to get off with a sweet deal. Sure, they should have, you know, they should have snuck in there and taken it. She blamed the Justice Department. What about an investigation on exactly what happened here and how this deal that one, number one, granted him total immunity and really a pardon immunity on any th- other investigations and really broke the Constitution on the other part by putting a, a federal judge with this, a liberal progressive judge in court said, hey, I don't think this is constitutional. <laughs> that, just truth bombing. The court, Mike Davis. Yeah, I mean, I think the bigger problem here is is we had the Justice Department get evidence uh, that was credible evidence, corroborated evidence, that that then-Vice President Joe Biden took a $10 million bribe from Burisma and threatened to cut off a billion dollars in U.S. aid to Ukraine if the Ukrainian president didn't fire the Ukrainian prosecutor investigating uh, Burisma and the Bidens. And that got referred to the Justice Department. It's uh, Bill Barr sent it to a uh, the Pittsburgh U.S. attorney who deemed it credible, and then it got sent to David Weiss in Delaware, to this black hole in Delaware. What the hell happened to that investigation? What, what happened to this over the last uh, many years? And that's what Congress needs to find out. That's where the House Judiciary Committee or the House Oversight Committee needs to line up Bill Barr, Merrick Garland, David Weiss, the Pittsburgh 
U.S. attorney, the IRS whistleblowers, and the FBI agents who corroborated this evidence and put them all in front of the cameras, in front of the lights, in front of the cameras under oath and say, what the hell happened here? Who did what, where, when, and why? Who's lying here? They need to get to the bottom of that immediately because that's the bigger problem. The plea agreement is a major problem, but it's the major problem is covering up the obvious corruption of a compromised president of the United States. So Mike is exactly right. And in fact, I think we're going to get a shot at David Weiss in the Judiciary Committee. You understand oversight's been on this. Ways and Means has been on it. But the natural uh, home of this is judiciary. I think at this point, yeah. And, but, and, and to that point, we thought we knew already David Weiss has changed his position or the Justice Department has on exactly what authority he had two or three times. There's a lot of stuff to get into. But this thing just, it just got a lot bigger. I mean, the details of that plea agreement, why they would confer that. Uh, or, or put the judge in that position or propose to do that, given tradition and, and, uh, and constitutional requirements, is, I mean, there's, because I, don't, I can't think of a good explanation for it other than the one that Mike has offered. Mike, on Indictment Watch today, walk me through your thoughts on Jack Smith. I know you get a bounce. Well, there's no question. We've, we've talked about this since August. This is lawfare. Jack Smith is no doubt going to indict Trump for the non-crime of objecting to a presidential election, which is allowed by the Electoral Count Act of 1887. Twisting arms politically is allowed by the First Amendment, but that has not stopped the Democrats. That didn't stop Alvin Bragg from indicting Trump for the non-crime of settling a nuisance claim as a business as a businessman. It didn't, it didn't stop Jack Smith from indicting Trump for the non-crime of a former president having his presidential records, which is allowed by the Presidential Records Act. Both Fannie Willis in Fulton County, Georgia, another Democrat, and Jack Smith are both going to indict Trump for objecting to a presidential elections, uh, election. If it is a crime to object to a presidential election, Democrats would be in jail for objecting in 1968, 2000, 2004, 2016. Again, this is lawfare. We've been saying this for a year. We've been predicting this for a year. It's going to happen. It's lawfare. The only way Trump's going to get out of this is by putting him back in the White House in November 2024. Mike, how do people follow you today? Because I know they're going to want to follow you on social media and at your site. Where do they go? Article3project.org, article3project.org. You can donate there. Article number th- uh, at article3project, at article number three project on Getter Twitter Truth. My personal is at MRDDMIA. MRDDMIA. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Um, Congressman Bishop, we always love to have you and Ralph Norman and to talk about money. Where are, because people look at you as straight shooters, where in the hell are we in this process? Tomorrow, Congress shuts down for an August recess, which we haven't traditionally had over the last 10 or 12 years since the rise of the Tea Party. Only a handful of times. I think most of it is in Trump's term. But you guys aren't back to mid-September. The last time I looked, the fiscal year ends at midnight on the 30th of September. So basically, you, you took care of VA this week, the appropriations, everybody's promised. You're going to be back sometime in the, around mid-September. Yeah. you got 15 days or two days to pass all the appropriations of the 12 we were promised, the overall appropriations in the House, get it to the Senate, negotiate it, and have it done so we don't have a CR. I'm not feeling it. Yeah. Um, look, and there's been sort of a, a – a, among leadership – on details and whether we're going to live to the 1.471 uh, you know trillion dollar fiscal year 2022 levels that we struck in January is the agreement 
there's been a lot of wrestling over that. There's been sort of a uh, uh, nothing happening out of leadership in terms of coming forward to say how they're going. They've sort of conceded. Yeah, we're going to get back to that. We're going to do it. But how how all that happens within that time frame? I think you know you got to be looking at a short term CR. I don't. I don't. Uh, and uh, we might. I, I think are we going still down, Are we going down to the road of? We're we going down the road to perdition because we're going to have a CR and then we're going to have a huge gun battle and get, just get a omnibus sometime between Thanksgiving and Christmas? I think that's what Chuck Schumer wants. And that's and what I the mean, Imperial Capital, get, that's what sure. the, all the lobbyists the want. The Imperial Capital, well they said. Uh, but, but look, that doesn't mean it's not important. And we're going to pa- we're passing the Milcon VA appropriations bill this week. Uh, we could put all those bills through in the time allowed. Uh, it's not going to answer the question. And then, the, you know, the question that you got to think about is, is – uh, what does a shutdown fight look like? A lot, a lot has to happen over the course of the six weeks out, notwithstanding uh, our absence from Washington. And I think it well might. But, you know, the, the forces that... Does House leadership have the stones right now to force Biden, if, he, if, the, if, the, if they don't get this through and approved, to force Biden to shut down this government? Uh, everything that we've done since January has been about delivering the stones to do things like that. Um, have we completed that process? It, it continues to be a day-by-day exercise. Breakthroughs still can happen, though, and that's what's important. Is, to, is for is just because you see a lack of stones on the part of you know by second nature, doesn't mean that we can't make something happen by continuing to push creatively. Um, and I know it's a debate whether it's going to be 2019, 2022, rescissions, all that. We'll get into the complexity during the break, um, the August break. Uh, my Yorkish yesterday was one. That was one of the most arrogant appearances I've ever seen. It's just up in the face of the Republicans now. They're just not going to answer. Plus, you got Garland with DOJ. Is on this impeachment role? Is it just going to focus on Biden now? You think because so it's, it's so egregious? Are they going to be Garland? What's your sense on judiciary and other places where we stand in all this? And, and to say about Mayorkas, first of all, some people say he's the most talented guy. He's not talented. He's the most. He is that's decided in his head to be the most brazen in refusing to respond to say something responsive to a question, no matter whether the question's somebody on his side or not. He just doesn't answer any single question. That's what he does. It's discipline. Um, I think that, yeah, I mean, those things were in process before, and the work toward the Mayorkas in particular, because it's so clear, perhaps the situation with the president is overtaking all that. I don't know ultimately how all that works out together. If, uh, if, if the facts continue to develop, as we've been talking about this morning, and uh, Biden's impeachment becomes something that has to be, you know, Kevin's been dancing around on that, uh, Elise said what she said today. On Fox, you know, I think it could. If the if the president is Elise Stefanik running up a trial balloon because she's very disciplined, she doesn't come out. Then you know, I, I mean, if it's a trial balloon, it's a it's a very thoughtfully uh, planned one. When you go back and talk to your constituents this weekend and through August, where are their heads going to be? Where are they going to tell you they want they believe should be done for the good of the country? For the same reason I said, my experience generally is they seem to be ahead of Congress in what they know. They also are ahead of Congress in what they what action they want. So I think there'll be people who are talking impeachment. We got to, it's, it's, you know, inevitably Kevin was sort of made noises, uh, made noises about an impeachment inquiry, and there were immediately sort of the nervous Nellies began talking inside the conference to to hold it back. So there's going to be a little bit of a seesaw, uh, but I think did people I, want it. They need to push for it. Did I mention this guy Hudson? I'm no, just kidding. <laughs> uh, how do people get to you on social media? You're one of the people, uh, uh, folks in the, our audience follow. I'm at Rep Dan Bishop on Twitter and uh, also on uh, Facebook. 
Sir, thank you, thank thank you, you so much for coming by. I always would love to have you here, and I know the audience does, too. Okay, you. in our appreciation of American music, we're going to turn to the sea, my beloved sea. This is an Irish song that was used uh, by, the, uh, by the Navy and by seamen here in the United States, one of the classics. We'll do more uh, details. I'll play more of it later, okay? We're going to go out, and we got Cash Patel. Dave Brad's about to join us. See you in a minute. Thank you. Tomorrow you will get your pay, and it's time for us to leave her. Leave her, Johnny, leave her. Oh, leave her, Johnny, leave her. All the voyage is done, and the winds don't blow, and it's time for us to leave her. The winds blew foul and the seas run high. Leave a Johnny Lever. Wind- got a small retail business almost eighty thousand dollars. Covidtaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly two hundred and fifty grand. And covidtaxrelief.org just got a large distribution business, almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDtaxrelief.org. Visit COVIDtaxrelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's COVIDtaxrelief.org, COVIDtaxrelief.org. The refund examples are not a guarantee, and not all businesses qualify. That's why you have to check today with covidtaxrelief.org. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bath. MyPillow.com, we got that mic. We're all working. We got cash. Cash is in the house. Cash, great to see you, sir. Good to see you, brother. Don't dress up because it's war room. No, I got a T-shirt hold, on. <laughs> You're like, hold it. With Cash Navarre, it's always a gun show. If Cash just finishes working out, he comes over, he says, you know, oh, I got a doctor's appointment. You know, he's just... just uh, unbelievable. Uh, uh, Don't we have a rule here? College shirts in the world? No, just kidding. Um, Cash Patel joins us. Uh, we got Dave Bratt um, in a muscle shirt. No, just kidding. Dave Bratt joins us uh, from um, Lynchburg. Um, I want to go to you first, because you've got this piece in the Daily Caller, and people respect your opinion. Just give me the field of battle right now, because you've got mm-hmm. a lot of stuff going on. You had this debacle yesterday, mm-hmm. and that just shows you how crooked the DOJ's become with yeah. this plea deal, all of that. We had Mike Davis on. I mean, Mike Davis wants a major investigation on the Burisma thing immediately, yeah. but also, how did this plea deal, who authorized this deal yesterday? How did this even happen? But your piece in the Daily Caller is saying, hey, let's be strategic. Yeah. We got Garland and Ray. We can move on that, and that gets to the government gangsters. Yeah. Not to the Biden crime family, but to the government gangsters. So make your case 
if Cash Patel, if you're the field general here, what, what, do you, what are you saying? So it's all interconnected, right? right? And as a former federal prosecutor who did these gun cases and a public defender who represented countless minorities, pretrial diversion is not permitted in this case. The only way you get it per- – I think the judge said that. <laughs> right. But, and now it's out there. But we called it on War Room like yes. three months ago. Yes. We said there's, this is an illegal plea. The attorney general himself has to come in and wave the regs to approve pretrial diversion. That's why Hunter Biden got it. Garland and Monaco came in and said, here's your So you're agreeing to my deal. point that, that right now we ought to – I told Mike, today we ought to have a hearing with Monaco, all those – All day. Because – Leave all the Biden, even corruption thing aside, there is a cancer in the Justice Department in that plea deal yesterday when a liberal judge sits there yeah, and says, does her hey, job. this is unconstitutional, right? We've that, been saying it. Done that, and, and somebody in DOJ had to make the decision to authorize those processes. There's only two people in the, in the, at DOJ. There's, only, there's one policy that governs it, and there's only two people that can waive it. And it specifically says... In gun possession crimes that have to do with narcotics, pretrial diversion shall not be granted unless by express waiver of the deputy attorney general or the attorney general. That's the regulation. That's why it's never been given before, except to Hunter. And also putting this judge, they want it, They know Trump's coming back to the White House. So they yeah. want the, I mean, that's outrageous. Also, on the other side, to me, which is even deeper, is basically a, a – his lawyer said that. It was blanket immunity on all other investigations. And I mean, you and I know how that works. That's not how it works. And, and the reason that I want to put Garland and Ray in the crosshairs – same with Monaco, who's the deputy attorney general. Remember, she's the author of Russia. She runs the deal. Come she's, on. She's, she runs all of it. She's, she's been in on it since Russiagate. Now yes. she's running justice. Yes. But here's the thing. What I wrote in the Daily Caller was if we want to get the receipts, if we want to get the documents, if we want to get the evidence from the FBI's corruption, whether it's on Hunter Biden and Burisma or Hunter Biden and the gun case or whether it's on Joe Biden and China and the bribery case, we can't go after Joe Biden. That's a political stunt for impeachment. We're never going to get the documents. FBI and DOJ are going to come in. They're, they're just going to stonewall you? Yeah, the, FBI and DOJ are going to say, the oh, no. The 2024 election will be here yeah, and nothing will exactly. get Exactly. President of the United States has been impeached. Sorry, sir. We can't give you anything. But if you impeach Ray and Garland. Okay, slow down. Go back. Walk our audience through this specifically because you're going to give a pathway to victory here. What's the trap we fall? Because we just had Elise Stefanik on Maria. Yeah, I saw that. Send, send a trial balloon up because mm-hmm. she's very strategic. She is. Right. She's so th- that's that's a message that leadership's prepared to consider this. Mm-hmm. Walk me through why that going down that path is not the right path. And you have to focus on this. other. Well, path. you've laid down the, the, the strategic roadmap, Steve. What we need to show the American people is how corrupt the FBI and DOJ is. We know they are, but we don't have all of the evidence to put out there. We're catching them here and there. Onesies and twosies. A trial in the, in the House of Representatives, where we're the majority, when we bring an impeachment, forces Ray and Garland in there under oath. A grand one. jury. The House is really the, the grand House jury. The House is a grand jury. Right. But the world is watching. And not only that, the subpoenas yes. that go out when you impeach Ray and Garland, you already have the crimes they committed, lying to Congress under oath and violating congressional subpoenas. Those are each separate felonies, both impeachable offenses. Easy. Layup. Then you go in and subpoena every document that Ray and Garland, their internal emails, their memorandums, the text messages from their entire leadership. But don't team. they? Why? Why don't they stonewall that? They're saying you have no grounds. Once you start an impeachment inquiry, and those two guys, they don't have the grounds to to cover that up and to hold it back. Yeah, I mean, can you just imagine if if the House voted to impeach Ray and Garland, and Garland and Ray came out and said we are above the United States House of Representatives of impeachment? That would be a political storm, and it would. In order to the Republicans' benefit, they're not, they're, they're not going to do that. They're going to force 
our hand and we have to go in and get the receipts and we have to go in and get the confidential human source rec- recordings that we still don't have. You're saying that by doing that too, you also have a ton of whistleblowers come up. You'll and everybody's have, have, come. Everybody's yeah. come. Because then they everybody's got the coming. cover of an impeachment inquiry that then they can feel, I can get, you can't mess with my career, you can't mess with me because yeah. now the whole world's watching. It's, it, it, you know, not to copy the Democratic playbook, but remember what no, they I'll did. I'll copy to, the Democratic playbook in a second. Yeah. What do you mean? They know how to run things. Come remember, on, I'll but, take it in a but second. But they did a fake impeachment with a fake whistleblower yes. in Vindman and Charmella yes. Yes. with a liar in Adam Schiff and impeached Donald Trump. Big time. They did that. We've got the actual goods to impeach top law enforcement here for destroying our judiciary. Brad, we just had Dan Bishop in here, and he's saying, hey, the conference is trying to work through these issues right now. At least Stefanik very strategically went on Fox this morning to run up the flagpole, the Biden situation. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll reserve judgment. I'll, I'll wait to see. They, You know what happened on the budget and on any key issue. And it, it, at first, they'll show little sign of messaging, and then they back off. Uh, I'm I'm pretty skeptical. Do you? My point is between what Cash is saying. Do you focus on Ray in the FBI? And this is not political. This is about the Constitution. Yeah. Do you focus on Ray in the in in DOJ and the FBI, or do you try to go after Biden? What what he's saying right now, purely from a constitutional perspective, you've got provable charges on multiple times on DOJ and FBI. And that if you go down that path, it may not be satisfy everybody that on the Biden thing, but the Biden thing will get too political too quickly. Here, yeah. you actually can make a case to the American people. What are your thoughts? No, I think that's right. I think you go, you go on all fronts. Uh, you, you follow the rule of law. The one thing the Republicans never do is grab the, the megaphone they have through the speaker's office uh, to let the American people know about the, the basic facts. I don't I don't think, you know, 70 percent of the American people know anything about what we're talking about. And so for me, that's always uh, front and center when we were doing Obamacare or budgets or whatever, our side uh, would never just give the American people the basic facts. Uh, The polling uh, seems to be uh, galvanized around uh, a lot of topics that used to be off the table. 70% of the American people uh, don't think uh, we got a fair process, uh, elections, et cetera. 65, 70 percent. And these are from major, major pollsters. Uh, And so uh, I I think the word may be getting out, thank goodness, through shows like this. Uh, But for me, that's the key is is you've got to get the American. It's got to be from the ground up. It's got to be grassroots driven. And and the uh, the Democrat side under RFK Jr., et cetera, are interested in these justice issues as well. So uh, that that for me is the way I'd go. I want to pivot now to something. You've been at the forefront. Your book is Government Gangsters, and you talk about the illegal activities Uh breaking basic laws of the administrative state and the deep state. And you've been specifically uh, by President Trump in the second term. You'll have you in a much bigger – but you've been chief of staff at the Pentagon. You've been over at DNI. You were in House Intel, Uh right? You, You know the inner workings of this. Yesterday, and this is particularly for the audience, I understand with everything we got going on, the last thing we can worry about is UFOs and, Thank, and aliens. Yeah, thanks for saying that. Stop chasing UFOs. No, no, I, no. But it, but it gets to a deeper point. Yesterday's hearing was shocking in the fact of what the administrative state wants you to know and doesn't want you to know. Yeah, it, it is so brazen, mm-hmm. right? They, they, they. First off, they want to go into a skiff right away. <laughs> but you know this. I, I want people to say, a skiff is for classified briefings. Yeah. How much of stuff that goes on the skiff 
should be just out in open testimony so that people can actually see? At least half. At least half, and I'm being generous to the, wow. the other side. That's even because, you're but, saying it should be maybe even more than half. Yeah, and this is actually an entire chapter in Government Gangsters. What the corrupt actors do, Ray and Garland, their leadership team, wherever, Mayorkas and company, they go in and they find the cover-up that they need to execute, that plan, that operation, and then they classify it. And then it's never released, and it's in a vault. And when Congress tries to go get it, you get the, the runaround. Oh, it's classified. You're going to tra- Sources are going to die. Relationships, the world's going to end. And they use the classification system to expand the administrative state. That's why you need a – and this is – I went all in on this at DNI, and we ran out of time. You need one universal classification classification system. Right now, there's like 27 different right. ones. They don't talk to each other. CIA... But they don't want to talk to each other. Exactly. They use, they use that on purpose. And they use that to specifically say, you guys caught us. I'm going to create another and compartment. D- this and is, shut this it down. is what... And by the way, I'm going to stay on the, the UFO thing. We're going to get more of the, the actors in here because it cuts to the heart. And, and from... We'll, we'll cut it later. At Turning Point, I'm on stage, you know, like a madman, yelling and screaming <laughs> everything. Be declassified. What did I say? I said on the assassinations, all of it, and I mentioned specifically Malcolm X. Uh-huh. What happened yesterday? Malcolm X, a whole new uh, thing on Malcolm X came up about the NYPD and about they haven't released the files. This is 50, 60 years after these events. This is a control mechanism. Yes. So I'm, for people, not, I'm not interested in aliens. I don't alien aircraft because I'm trying to save my country. I got it. If you want to save your country, the first thing, we're in an information war. This is what became quite obvious yesterday. And this is even for Democratic uh, administrations. Political appointees, the 3,000 political appointees and the 1,000, the administrative state, Mm -hmm. even if they're Democrats, are much more aligned to what they want to do politically. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, they're just passing through. You could see this yesterday. Do you believe when you were chief of staff at the Pentagon and that you were over in DNI and you have the highest security clearances the nation can have? that there are things going on in the administrative state and the deep state that they would not tell you or obfuscate enough that you wouldn't be able to get to the bottom yeah, of it. Yeah, their problem, they ran into people, we had a great team, who had actually operated at the ops and policy level. So by the time we got to the top of the circuit board, we went, we reached back down and destroyed. I shuttered dozens of special access programs. We closed that. Um, Give special, special access is another way that yeah, they get around Yeah, it's just a fancy it. DOD yes. language. It's, Super it, it, sensitive, can't what, leak it, you're going to kill people. The, the way the classification system, after you get the top secret, above that, it's all compartmented. Yeah. So everybody has a vertical, right? And if you're not in that vertical, unless you're at the top with the president yeah. and a handful of people, you're carved out of, of two-thirds of what's going on inside the government because you don't have special access. And it's twofold. Do you know who controls the most special access programs? The Joint Chiefs and SecDef and CIA. Millie, Gina Haspel. Every time they wanted to hide something from Trump, they put it in another compartment, and every time Congress would try to go get it, they said, oh, no, 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 we can't let you in there. It's only 10 people are read it. Here's the other thing people don't know. Do you know how much it costs to run a special access program? One, one program per year, $10 million. To keep that information, the operational cost. Just the control mechanism itself. Yeah. Think about getting rid of 100 special access programs, just economically, what you're doing. Well, and the opportunity cost. Okay, uh, Cash going to hang with us. Dave Bratt. At the top of the hour, we got Mark Mitchell. We're going to go with some music from the sea, <laughs> from Ireland, but taken by American sailors. One of my favorite I love it. sea songs. 
the great American experience here. And no, for people to contact me and say, play Beach Boys, that ain't never going to happen here, okay? That's not a celebration of America, sorry. Not in the war room, baby. Back in a moment. Tomorrow you will get your pay And it's time for us to leave a Leave a Johnny Leave Seas run high. Leave a job. Okay, imagine you're at your doctor's office. Your doctor glances up from the chart and says, and I quote, Hey, whatever you're doing, keep it up. End quote. Now that's the Field of Greens better health promise. Check out this customer testimonial. He said, and I want to quote here. I've been taking Field of Greens, and this is the second time my doctor has danced into the room praising my blood results. Credit where credit's due. Thanks, Field of Greens, end quote. Now, each fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected for a specific health benefit. Some support vital organs like heart, lungs, and kidneys. Others support metabolism for healthy energy and weight loss. If you're busy... If you don't get enough exercise, if you eat too much fast food, take Field of Greens. Look, Field of Greens can't promise your doctor will dance into your room, but they can promise at your next checkup, your doctor will notice you improve health or you get your money back. Let me repeat that. You get your money back. I trust Field of Greens for my health, and you can too. Let me get you started with 15% off. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code Bannon. That's fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon. Take action today. Use your agency, fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon, and get the better health promise. I offer you a choice, a choice between two worlds. Will you take the blue pill and continue living in a world where a corrupt few control everything? Or will you take the red pill and join us? What the elites don't want you to know is that there are 200,000 open committee man seats in the Republican Party. These party members are the ones who determine the future of the GOP. Let's take our country back, one precinct at a time. Visit precinctstrategy.com now. The great Roy White, they'll be playing again. Big Three, they'll be playing again. By the way, if you haven't seen the Ice Cube and the Tucker Carlson interview, you've got to check that out. Quite impressive. By the way, we're gonna we're gonna get into the second hour. Talk the difference between a sea shanty and a sea song. A shanty is a song of labor. We'll get into all that. Cash. Uh, we're gonna talk about. First off, you, you got some music to talk about. Talk yeah. about President Trump and what you did with the with the choir. Well, thanks to the War Room, we launched the uh, the number one song in America, "Justice for All." The Jan Six Prison Choir yep. and President Trump debuted at number one and stayed there for two weeks, which makes it a billboard number one. So we wanted to present you with the hashtag J6PCLimitedT on the war room here. Thank you for J6. making it happen, brother. No, no, no. First off, the choir is just amazing. We got to do a whole album of, of songs of their covers and stuff. And here's, here's, a, here's a great part. We're rate, we, we pro, like we promised, the money finally came in from the music industry. We gave away $25,000 last week to Jan 6 families. We got fifty grand coming 
next week, and we're going to keep going as the sales keep going. I and heard the profits just my in. context from my old life back in Hollywood. I hear that Billboard, because I used to be in the music with Jeff Quatton and stuff. We had the firm, this huge music management company. I heard Billboard's ecstatic. They're so excited. <laughs> no, they are. So, no, I'm hearing this. I'm hearing. I'm just hearing this. This is people are saying. People are saying that they're so they're ecstatic about giving the choir, the Jason choir and President Trump, the official plaque that you get from a Grammy. I mean, the Grammy thing is, I mean, the number one at Billboard is big. So you get the official plaque. Yeah. So announcing it here on War Room, we are Billboard has notified us that against their wishes, they are going to print a number one plaque. The number one song in America, Justice for All, J6 Prison Choir, Donald J. Trump, their names are on it. It's being shipped, and we're going to present it to the president uh, later this summer. But thanks to the War Room Posse, we raised money for J6 families, and we broke the music industry, and we spent zero dollars. I'm going to do some producing right here on the show. This is one of the things we're going to do when Trump does the alternative event, which he should do with Tucker Carlson. Instead of doing the trap debate that, that yeah. Murdoch's, instead of doing the debate that Murdoch's laying a trap for him with the Keebler elves, <laughs> he, he should he should no. Your part of the thing is you're going to do the presentation. I'm in. You in? Yeah, hundred okay. percent. By the way, we can do four or five things like that. They're backed up, and we haven't had the venue to do it. No, you're right. Then he does the Tucker Town Hall in front of fifteen thousand people, and he draws you know uh, it's fifteen million people on TV, and Bob's your uncle, right? I mean, this is what we should do. Okay, real quickly, the the non-redacted version of government. A book (laughs) couldn't be – the only book more perfectly timed is Dark Eon by by Joe Allen, which I'll get to later. But your book, Governor Gangsters, when's it out? Yeah, September. September, September. 100% release date on pre-sale right now. It's skyrocketing up the charts on both Amazon and governmentgangsters.com website on pre-sales. We're going to have a huge launch party. It is going number one. Buy it now. All the stuff Steve and I were talking about are in there, chapter and verse, and they didn't redact anything except one word eight times over. And it is laughable. <laughs> it's laughable. So it's hilarious. Jack Smith, all you know, MSNBC's been on indictment watch, CNN's on indictment watch, it's all breathless. Today's the indictment day, is it not, sir? Well, I drove. I just drove by the cap, uh, the federal courthouse, and every TV van in America is lined up outside there. And the it's reason it's jokes. not happening is because even those gangsters, Jack Smith, Garland, and Ray, know if they indicted Trump today, it would have highlighted the corruption of Hunter Biden. You're Biden's saying it inextricably links Absolutely. back to that because the American public would say, "Okay, enough with the Trump stuff. You're now covering up your cover up." which you tried to jam through the federal judiciary and a district court judge appointed by Obama and Biden shut it down. That is a powerful, resonating First message. First off, she said two things. I'm a, let's rip it up in a court. And then she said this is unconstitutional. Pretty big truth bombs. It's going to be hard to come back from. And here's the thing. Remember, Hunter still has not been charged with a gun crime because his, he got this diversion nonsense. So what should happen is he, yeah. they come back and they charge him with that gun crime at the next hearing. Now, I don't think this DOJ yeah. and FBI is going to do it. By the way, uh, we love you coming in the tight tee. You know, <laughs> no, he comes in and does a flex. Morning flex with uh, with cash. We're getting a flex. It's a bigger tea. I'm getting where, fat. Where do people know you're not? But where you, you spend nine hours a day working out? Where uh, where do people get to social media? Simple everything. at cash at k s h at cash at k s h. And if you like the Jan Six stuff we're doing, go to the cashfoundation.com. Sponsor a Jan Six family in need. I mean, just tell me about them. We'll give them the money. TheCashFoundation.com. We're giving out grants weekly to Jan Six families. More cash is coming in from Justice for All. Buy it, play it. President Trump plays that song 
every night at dinner and at every single event he has. Justice for All broke the music industry, and we're just getting warmed up. And we're going to present the billboard with Bannon. Thank you for uh, no. We're going to. I'm going to talk to him today. We're yeah. going to do the, part, the opening act. You're going to be part of that opening act. There'll be three I'm or in. four things like that. It'd be huge. Amazing. He would love that. Oh, get the choir. No He's doing his thing. Thank you so much for coming. Thanks, in. brother. Appreciate. Okay. It. Uh, thank you. Uh, okay, we're taking a short break. We're going to play the. Is it a sea shanty or is it a sea song? I want you voting right now. Blow up the blow up the online. All the, what does Carly Bonet say? I've got a natural love for these kind of Irish songs, as you can tell. This is great. Love the song. I can actually smell the salt air of the open ocean. Okay, short break. Brad uh, Rasmussen here. Mark Mitchell. We got a lot going in the second hour. Cash, thank you. See you back here in the war room. Yeah, in about a minute or two. We'll get your pay, and it's time for us to leave a leave a Johnny leave a oh leave a Johnny leave a all the voyage is done and the winds don't blow and it's time for us to leave a the winds blow. Fell and the seas run high. Leave her, Johnny, leave her. We shipped them green and none went by. And it's time for us to leave her. Leave her, Johnny, leave her. was a bucko and the old man it took leave her Johnny leave her and the bosun was a beggar with a middle name of work and it's time for us to leave her leave her Johnny leave her Veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that. Because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit JaceMedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, JaceMedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical, that's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. 
you can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.